Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. I'm Chuck Ramsey, the Law Dog, and I'm joined by the voice of 95.5, the Coyote, on Van and John in the mornings. No, it's not Van, it's John, and he's here with me on this episode. We're going to do our best to start trying to bring you uh, consistent, frequent content here about Western Oklahoma sports, because that's what we kind of do on the air, but we know that Radio's uh, something we got to try to revive, John. It, it's getting a little scary when you hear that, like the new EVs aren't going to have AM radio in it, or you know, and all these kids that stream. Are we dinosaurs? No, 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 no. I, I think uh, the simplicity, right? We like just to turn on and go. However, I give you phones are, are starting to be able to do that too. So yeah, it kind of works both ways. I think the beauty that we run into that you don't get with the whole iHeart and the whole Cumulus and whoever else is running the big corporate world nowadays is the the local part of it right your, yeah yeah you know, your local news stories the the fact that you have a news director that goes and sits at all these city council meetings so you don't have to yeah or these the custer county what does that do uh the commissioners uh, yeah commissioners meetings. Yeah. so you don't have to because we'd all fall asleep uh and then the same thing with the local sports guy right you, you're not gonna have a phone that's gonna pick that up all of a sudden no, uh, no. so you know you kind of keep up with the fact that we can say congratulations yeah the fort cobb broxton state Boy, champs no kidding. right the triple crown I just, that's amazing. Is it, how do they, what are they doing down there in the water? Man, I tell you, they, they got some, they got some horses and, and they are the Mustangs. So that works pretty well. Hey, uh, we'll upload this video to, uh, probably the, we'll, we'll see if we can't upload it to the 97.3, the score Facebook page. Uh, but you got some videos never been my strong suit. I'm well, just you know, we're right both, now. we're both kind of face made for radios. If you notice, I've got the <laughs> Turkey neck, uh, profile going here in the video. <laughs> But uh, I gotta say, I you're just excited about the Thanksgiving Dallas Cowboys game announced. That's uh, that, that's why I was inspired for who, nothing to do with your picture. Who are they taking on first on Thanksgiving Day? Um, I believe it was the uh, the almost oh almost said it. Wow, Commanders. Yeah. Okay. I believe so. It is. So Cowboys and formerly Redskins on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. I, with know, no Daniel Snyder involved, so there's there's a first you think for a while. He's going to be officially done by then. Uh, isn't he? Sp- I I thought he was supposed to be. I don't know. I, I mean, aren't they in the? Pro- they can close that deal. I've never had a billion dollar deal. Before. No, no, I haven't either. Uh, but anyways, I was going to point out that your your headphones are just outstanding, brother. You, oh, uh, you like them? Yeah. These, these are my truly uh, daughter dad. These are my frozen. Oh, wait, there yeah. we go. Is that is that Elsa or oh, yeah. oh, wait, here, Elsa? Okay. I think that's Elsa, and I forget his name. Finn. I think is Finn the name of him or you got me my kids were grown by the time they I think that came out or at least had passed beyond that and I could tell you about uh Blues Clues and I could tell you about Blues Clues and Little Bear and uh and then uh was that Courage the Cowardly Dog and stuff like that that they used to watch but no so uh you we were talking about the radio and local sports and news I mean you're exactly right and that's that's the thing about I will I will always commend our joint employers which this is uh me and john talking when our what's that our opinions and viewpoints don't necessarily express the management and ownership of yes right radio that every morning right media but yeah um you know that is the thing about western oklahoma radio is and, and i'll even give some kudos to a few of our competing stations in other areas is the fact that um you know you're you're not going to hear interviews from from a class for a uh, Western Oklahoma standout like we bring you or or the coaching staff news clips or uh, like you said county commissioners so and, and here's the thing I lived in Oklahoma City for 30 years it could be done there too it just it's just not and I think if somebody 
took the gumption to say, and, 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 you know, they have their, their big network sports talks and stuff up there. So they do, there are a few guys that will feature some local stuff, but really it's just OU, OSU, Dallas Cowboys, NFL, Thunder, and that's it, you know? And, and that's why on my sports cast, I don't give a lot of college scores. I don't give a lot of, of pro scores because yeah, people are going elsewhere for that. And that's not what I'm kind of brought in to do. I don't think. I meant to talk to you about that. Um, <laughs> my I'm mom. neglecting your Rangers, aren't I? Yeah, not me. No, not me. My Rangers are terrible. They're in the dumpster pretty much every year. They're in first uh, place by three and a half games. Currently. Yes. <laughs> wow. Now, as a Rangers fan, a lifelong Rangers fan, the uh, All-Star break. Let me know how that goes after yeah, the that's, All-Star break. You got a point, but, I mean, they have made a World Series in the past twice. Yeah, you could argue if they could just catch a fly ball, they could be World Series champs. Get Nelson uh, Cruz out of the right field. Yeah, or maybe yeah. leave Feliz in one more inning. Something. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. You bring him in the eighth, just let him close it out in the ninth. Well, and as we found out, sadly, Ron Washington might have had other things on his mind, but, you know, yeah. it, it just it yeah. is what it is. But, hey, there's some teams that would love to get a crack at any World Series. So, uh, uh, but I mean, speaking of that, baseball, I mean, how do you have the best two players in baseball on the Angels and be the worst team in baseball? How is they, that possible? They just are a two-trick pony, I guess. But, yeah, I was looking at some Ranger stats before uh, we got on the air, and I tell you, I, I, I mean, it's amazing what bringing in two, three quality pitchers and then, you know, some decent bats can do in this league now, which is, is like you said, it does – it's watered down, but it's not like it's not like bringing in huge money superstars is going to guarantee you success. So you think the Nolan Ryan way of thinking, and not the John Daniels way of thinking? Oh, big time! And where's JD right now? He uh, he got on. He's an assistant something somewhere. <laughs> yeah, probably. exactly. Those guys never. The day. He's, yeah, after he got fired, I think he's an assistant to an assistant, a GM, yeah. you know how it goes. But they still bring in a paycheck, you know. But yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it. I gotta say, Nolan kind of proved that that you know he can he could steer a franchise and and did it two different times. But um, I don't know. It's it's funny, but no. Back on the local thing, and and you know, tell Mama Matthews I'll I'll start throwing in some Rangers. Uh, okay, Rangers. she just needs a little score update. Now, not not the last couple of days because yeah. Seattle's been whooping them, but yeah, you know, when they win, especially. Well, sure, sure, and uh, yeah. we'll we'll throw that in, especially now that as i uh, mentioned in the uh, previews of this video uh, we are winding down western oklahoma sports for the 2022-23 season and one more game left to go which is tomorrow night the clinton red tornado boys soccer team uh, takes on hilldale in claremore oklahoma uh, at on the campus of roger state university for the class 4a championship john they are on the verge of a three-peat if they can win this final game I think you can go ahead and just give them the trophy and save the drive <laughs> if you guys want to. That would seem to to be to be easier. No, I mean they're the best team in the state. They've been the best team in the state. Yeah. You know, we talked about Chickasha being probably their their toughest competition, and they're able to win that. I mean, I, this game easily, in my opinion, six to one. Yeah. I, I I know Hilldale's got a defense, and people are talking about it, but I I mean they're just, just that good. They. They and Coach Jefferson, I've talked to him mostly, and I know uh, we talked about it this morning on ninety five point five The Coyote. Uh, Coach Gene Ray is pretty much the the boys' uh, Svengali, you could say. He 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 runs the boys' team when they when yeah. they had to split up for the playoffs. Coach Jefferson went with the girls, and Coach Ray stayed with the boys. Yeah, but they're both they're both hand in hand together with that team. But Coach Jefferson told me he said. We we attack so much and so frequently 
that it's so tough for teams to counter that. And I saw that with Weatherford. I mean, Weatherford really played a pretty decent game against them as much as anybody could. And before you knew it, uh, one player had a second half hat trick and it was over, you know, five to two. Why are they playing at Rogers State? What did the OSSA just have a bunch of like drinks? They're sitting up there going, hey, let's just let's throw a dart at a dartboard. Yeah. I, see. I think Taft Stadium's got renovations going. I think okay. normally they would like to have it there because it, I mean, it kind of, well, I tell you, I, as long as it's, I, Claremore's a beautiful town. It's the home of Will Rogers. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, but he got an airport, doesn't he? Uh, no, he, He's a, he died in a plane crash with Wiley Post, and the two airports in Oklahoma City are named after guys that died in a plane died crash. Died in a plane crash? I did not know that. There's a Wiley Post Airport and Will Rogers World Airport. So. And I knew that, too. I, don't, I just didn't realize. Yeah, wow, they died in Alaska. Like they died in Alaska in a, uh, in a plane crash, sadly. But anyways, um, Claremore's beautiful, and as long as they're on a, a soccer-specific field, I don't – I mean, that's fine. It's the football fields that I, and the field turf. I want to see, I want to see guys playing on grass, and I want to see it lined for nothing but soccer. No, I completely agree. I just hate that. Why? Like, I'm feeling sorry for the fans. Yeah, like, it's why? a heck of a trip. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's 50 miles away from uh, from Hilldale, but then only you know 200 something miles from yeah. Clinton. And they just found a more neutral site. Could there have been anywhere? I mean, you caught Weatherford's got a great soccer field. You could argue that's a Clinton advantage, but. I'm just saying there's plenty of nice place out there. They don't have to go up to northeastern Oklahoma. Well, and Clinton Clinton had to travel to Tulsa, you know, Tuesday for a oh, semifinal game. started on that. Because that was – go ahead. No, I'm still saying that was just a coin flip. Just because of this happened to be an even year, an odd year, which means the top of the bracket gets the home in the semifinals or whatever. However, I, I thought it was that uh, you can't host – you can only host two playoff games. That after that, well, it, it, you go on the road, no matter what. You can't, well, you can, but the, but so did – you can host – but if both teams have hosted two. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then and then it just becomes an odd year, the top of the bracket gets it, even years, the bottom of the bracket gets it. And Well, and they're playing all the other championships there, so obviously Claremore was just designated. I mean, yeah. girls' championship will be there. Uh, 3A will be there. I'm not sure about 5A and 6A. That That could be different places, but – Anyways, like you said, I I hate to go out on a limb because I hate to be a jinx, but I think you can chalk up the three-peat for the Clinton Red Tornadoes because they played Hilldale last year and, you know, in the playoffs and, and kind of took care of business because that's the thing. If you're one of these defensive teams and you don't really have a counter, well, then it's just a just a constant trying to fend off the barrage of the Clinton attack. And let me tell you something, John, uh, senior – Midfielder Sammy Velez, we 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 got a quote from Coach Jefferson today about him. He's just he's a cool hand, Luke. There in the midfield, he he gets a little worked up. He's not quite as uh, laid back as maybe as Coach Jefferson because he 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 has received a red card on the season. But what? Uh, that was that was kind of a tricky deal up in Woodward. But he he makes the midfield goal go, and then they've got kids that can just flat finish. I mean they. They will put the put the ball in the net, and I'm telling you, some of the scores they had against Chickasha, John, and then also, I mean, I think they were up two nil in the first five minutes wow. against Metro, and you know, and then they kind of laxed up a little bit and and came out lax, lackadaisical. Is it lackadaisical or lackadaisical? I always say lackadaisical. Okay, that's what I said. Lackadaisical. Doesn't mean it's right. Yeah, 
but uh, gave up two early goals in the first in the second half, and then it's tied up. Well, then it's like, well, let's go back to work, and the next thing you know, it's five to three, and it's over. So, um, you know, they're just they're just so dang good, and that's such a dominant streak because you figured this, John, COVID probably took another championship away from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would imagine they were heavily favored back in 2020 as well. This could be four in a row. No, no doubt about it. Three in a row, they'll take it. it back to your earlier point. Yes, all games are at Rogers State. They start tonight yeah. or start this afternoon, and they go 4A, 5A, 6A. Everybody's and, playing there. So and really right. have some options going if weather's going to be a case because you know we won't get the rain that they're going to get up there. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it's going to rain this weekend. I feel it. I'm you gonna, feel, you feel the out. drought buster coming? I dusted it off. Well, not a drought buster, but maybe an inch, inch and a quarter, something okay. like that. Yeah. But shout out, Clint Red's no doubt going to take. Uh, yeah, no, they should. They should. The three peats shouldn't be a problem. No, uh, for them this Saturday. I, I so sure hope not. If it is something, something went haywire. So, uh, but rally, the town gets behind them. Everybody gets yeah. excited. Woodward Lady Boomers in the Class Four A Girls Championship against Holland Hall. The Lady Dutch beat uh, Weatherford four nil on Tuesday in that game. Uh, Weatherford's defense did adjust to the constant attack that that Holland Hall put out there but they were just not prepared for it uh in that first 30 minutes and uh it was just uh it was just a barrage john and and our girls are good they're young they're going to learn they're going to get better but it was uh it was a tough sled against a private school with girls that i'm sure play a ton of club ball and probably attend you know a lot of elite camps and things like that so uh that's kind of the standard when you're going to let private schools play in some of these uh other sports uh, and and the Holland Hall's working on a repeat. We'll see what Woodward can do, but I, I would imagine the Lady Dutch will 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 get the two in a row. I mean, maybe. I mean, I, we all thought also. I think Metro Christian was going to be Woodward. At least I did. So uh, you know, they upset, in my opinion, there. But I, I, you could see Holland Hall is a repeat, and but I don't. I'm just I'm, I'm going for Woodward. I normally don't like Woodward in any situation, but anytime you have a chance to beat, because your coworkers from Woodward. Yeah, I think so. I always say that Woodward <laughs> smells. We can smell it in Weatherford. But I I think that any time you get a chance to beat a private school, I don't care who it is in the state. Oh, yeah. Kind of like even if you're an OU fan, you root for OSU at times. Oh, yeah. I, I root for OSU against Texas every year. I went up to uh, – Harry, or I went to the – I watched a little bit of the state championships at the Weatherford Golf Course. They had 4A yeah. and 3A out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, here to toll. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I get it. Like, it's any time you can watch – you're immediately rooting against the private school. I think Oklahoma Christian School won that. Maybe uh, Elk City made a run. They were what they finished fourth, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Elks have had a great uh, year, and that kind of translates into. And I, I do want to mention golf, but before we switch topics, kudos and congratulations to uh, head coach Delidia Givens, Weatherford Lady Eagles soccer, to take the ladies Eagles to the uh, the state semifinals. And like I said, a very very young team, John. I mean. Uh, three seniors, basically two started, one was a regular in the rotation, uh, and the rest are all not just underclassmen, but they're like sophomores and freshmen. I mean, they are extremely young team. So you expect them to be, make a deep run again next year? I want them. I want to see a rematch with the, with the lady Dutch. You know what I led with, uh, on Tuesday night on the broadcast? No. I quoted the movie gold member. No, you didn't. I did. So there's only two things in this world. I hate. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how well it went over, but whatever. 
I'm sure it was great. I'm sure it was amazing. All right, shout out to Coach Givens. Yeah, and Coach Givens and uh, basketball. And great run uh, for the Lady Eels. But uh, we were talking about baseball earlier in the Fort Cobb Broxton uh, Mustangs Triple Crown, the fall baseball, basketball, and spring baseball championships. That's pretty astounding for Class B. And then we may have another state champion upcoming, uh, John, if they're able to get the games in. But Elk City, they uh, beat Uluga Talala 6-1 to yesterday, and they ran out their number two for that game. They, I, I think uh, Cooper Church is their number two pitcher. Uh, he, he pitched a one-run game. Uh, I think he gave up four hits maybe, something like that. And then um, so that means today, which we're – uh, probably on the air, and I'll I'll get this uploaded maybe about the time that they're going against Tuttle. But they take on uh, Tuttle, who fell, who defeated them last year in the semifinals, and then fell to Blanchard in the championship. But this Elk City team, John, could very well be coming back to Oklahoma City with a gold ball. Really? Oh yeah, Cash Mayfield will be on the be on the mound today, and if if Tuttle's able to get to him, I'll be very surprised. Okay. Well, no, that's uh, and then yeah. and then their offense is just opportunistic. They know they go up to the plate pretty loose, knowing that they're not going to have to really press to get. I mean they they scored they scored five runs in the first inning yesterday, John, and that four of four of the runs were off of walks. I mean they just wow. they the four straight walks and that walked in three and I think of finally a single a couple of sacrifices and stuff. It was just. It was just an amazing uh, stat line to read. And then in typical fashion, now I'll say this, uh, kudos to Big Elk TV for uh, bringing their fans the, uh, the. and I probably shouldn't be giving props to a, a <laughs> station that. in a competing market, but, uh, you know, it was pretty cool that their fans are able to watch those semifinal games uh, online. Yeah, and, and shout out to, I never say anything nice about the OSSAA, but it's about time you let them do it. Well, I think their streams were so terrible during basketball, they knew the backlash would be there, you know, if – I mean, I guess if you're just Joe Blow that loves Oklahoma baseball and not a particular fan of one team, you know, you could pay for that NFHS deal. But uh, I, I heard so many people complain about the quality of the broadcast and not just the the, the terrible play-by-play or whatever, but just the, the stream itself, I, I was told, was terrible. Oh. So we'll that must have had something to do with it. I'll be excited, Oak City, if they can, like you said, make the run. And then they get to play at the Bricktown Ballpark. Yeah, uh, Chickasaw, what is that? Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark on uh, was scheduled for Saturday. I, I just have a feeling that's going to be something that will be pushed back to maybe Sunday or Monday. And, you know, what bre- What better way to treat mom than take her to Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark for <laughs> some high school baseball? This is a terrible year as an example. But do you ever see a time where these move to little three-game series? You know, I know with the rain, so now we can barely get these in. So yeah. then, but man, baseball like, and I, their pitching rules and everything makes stuff like that hard. Well, it'd be cool to see. Yeah, and you know, it's funny you say that because I did kind of bring that question up in an interview with uh, Elks coach Jay McClure. You know, some really good team could go out and have a really bad day and get beat in a one one and out tournament, and you don't know if you know. I mean, I know it's like college basketball everybody says oh well just because you win the tournament doesn't mean you're the best team well you know tit for tat but uh no yeah i brought up that question you know uh, like you said a little three-game series a little double elimination Mm -hmm. something like that 
and see how that would go. I mean, every other tournament in the baseball season is played in a double elimination, but when you get to stay and same thing for basketball, Yep. except for when you get to the state tournament, then we got to knock it out one, one game and you're out, you know, so kind of silly. I ain't silly. I mean, I also, you also kind of like the pressure. Of course, if they would quit allowing teams, every team to play in districts, you know, they could probably squeeze that in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You're exactly right. (laughs) You like how I threw in your little, your little sticking point. Everybody makes the playoffs. I don't get it. (laughs) They switched to, uh, sing- speaking of switching to single elimination, you see the Big 12 tournament. Uh, this is the time of year we care a lot about softball. Yeah. Uh, it switched over to a single elimination. This uh-huh. year. Yeah. It, you know, I mean, does it matter when you've got OU at 49-1? No. I mean, kind of, maybe. I, I saw mean, somebody. Game a run. There was almost thought OSU had it. Did you see yeah. the game with the seventh inning? They had to, OU, OU had to score, what, four runs? Well, Texas had to uh, win in the eighth against Texas Tech the other or last night. Yesterday, yeah, interesting to see. But no, I'm yeah. excited. This is when you you really start getting into to OU softball. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's nice and that they're here. And, I'm sure we'll be carrying it on uh, 97.3 the score. And I tell you, Chris Plank does a great job uh, with the softball call on that because softball is a fast pace, a little more fast pace than baseball. It's exciting, but still, it you as an announcer, you really have to still paint the picture uh, for the radio listener. And I think he does that in a great way. Um, yeah. Do I not care about slow pitch softball because no, it doesn't seem like Western Oklahoma teams are very good at it, or do I not care about it because it's slow pitch softball? Well, here's something to kind of kind of bring that around, and and if you if you listen to this and you you love your kid playing slow pitch softball, you know my apologies, but Weatherford, Clinton, and Elk City, the three largest schools here in what we call Western Oklahoma, and I think Woodward as well. Uh, bypass slow pitch this year. Really? Yeah, there was. No, I, didn't even, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. I was giving out scores for slow pitch tournaments, and it was all. Uh, and, and then also, like the the classes were were really kind of discombobulated. Like I think Hydro Eakley was in three A. Oh, for slow pitch, you know, and and I don't know how they come about that, but like you had to be super teeny tiny to be in class B. Uh, but you know, it, it's just one of those things where. Um, yeah, I, I could see slow pitch. I I could see slow pitch going the way of like six on six or something like that, because you, you've got so many teams, so many players that in the springtime, when they're, when they're really talented players or, or just trying to become more talented, they, they go play on travel ball teams. Right. And I think I've had this conversation with our coworker, Crystal, uh, you know, slow pitch, there's detractors against it. I think the people that are for it are a little more traditionalist. Uh, but you know, I mean, it's it, fast pitch is the season and that's in the fall, you know, and that's obviously the, now I, there were some six, a slow pitch teams and stuff, but I think a lot of the teams just said, especially teams that have a lot of players that play on travel teams or, or, you know, elite teams, they, they may not have, people to play and I, I don't know if that was the case with Weatherford this year I tried to you know I didn't really <laughs> really want to throw that out there at coach Morris and say why you know uh but the Weatherford Clinton and Clinton didn't do slow pitch last year and, I didn't know that either I just assumed yeah. we were bad that's why we don't hear about it I didn't no, realize that we're no. completely not playing that yeah, makes they, a lot just, more sense. they just didn't go play and uh, no. I don't think they I don't think they and I'm probably speaking out of turn but I don't think they had enough for a team I get it now, so, do we make the switch? Do we go ahead and not only do we get rid of slow pitch, which I'm all about, but then also move fast pitch 
to the spring. Yeah, I mean, fall like it does seem does. like a seem like a weird time. I know it helps me as a sports reporter for for Right Radio because the fact that uh, there's those days between you know Friday and and, and Thursday when you're uh, you're looking for stories and you know yeah, but I think you'd get more attention. You'd get volleyball players to be able to do both, true, right? So you, true, volleyball could be in the fall, and then you could also uh, make an argument, you know, that basketball can't do both unless they move it to, you know, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I just, it's, I just, it, it makes you wonder. I, I think the small schools are what keeps it alive. I think the small schools want to, want to make sure they have plenty of, cause I mean, small, the small schools, John can play fast pitch in the fall, just like yeah. they do in the spring. They can just have two, just like baseball, just like they do in baseball. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I know there's some coaches at our uh, smaller schools in Western Oklahoma, like, uh, first year coach Michael Ann Nelson, uh, she's at Sayer, and uh, and she she did I did an interview with her, and she was just like uh, you know slow pitch. You can still get a lot of value and uh, improvement and gain out of slow pitch. So I, I'm not I'm not versed enough in softball to really be yeah. You can drink a lot of opinions. beer and play it in, in uh, yeah, in, in your whatever league you want to play in an intramurals. Or I always whatever. played the church league, John. I didn't drink of beer course. when I played softball. Y'all didn't have beer in your church league? No. Y'all did wine. Y'all are wine. Wine. I get it. <laughs> it yeah, was, it was Pentecostal when I was a kid, pal. You better oh, know. So y'all had lots of crackers and wine. You didn't, wear, a, wine. I you didn't wear a beer t-shirt or you're going to hell. That's, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, I'm just saying. That, it's, come on. It's, yeah. it's time. It's time. Yeah, it's, it, it, and, you know, it was, it was hard to keep track of a lot of it this year, too, because when you don't have your bell cow schools like Weatherford and Elk City that we cover – uh, you know, like I think they had the uh, best of the West tournament back in March, maybe, maybe April. And yeah, I think it was early April. And like last year, that was a huge deal because Weatherford was in it this year. It, it was at Weatherford and a lot of teams showed up, but Weatherford wasn't in it. And it's like, well, I'll try to, I'll try to throw in some scores if I can. But so anyways, but on to, uh, other things, how about, and this is going to, uh, Totally flipped the script, but we have some really standout track participants here in this part of the world, John. Oh, yes, yes. Now you don't, you don't, you be the guy that comes to me and tells me you're disappointed in the Weatherford Lady Eagles. No, 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 no. I, I mean, you, don't you go out that. and try. You can, but how about Lily Ray? Yeah, state champion. She's really, huh? She's really good. She She's is really good. State champion in the 100, 200, and then. Uh, the girls, uh, won a, won a state in a, one of the, one of the relays. And then, uh, one thing I did notice for Weatherford and Clinton, and I think even Elk city was, uh, there weren't a lot of competitors, boys or girls in the hurdles. And, and I, I mean, at least that qualified for state maybe. So, you know, tracks all about getting those points by participants. And I think that's where cash kind of, kind of made their hay was was they had just so many participants and different things and and placed high as well but Lily Ray state title and I think that's her second year in a row she's won state in uh in the 100 and the 200 I'd have to I'd have to double check my work on that but I think that's the case I know she broke the the state record yeah yeah uh, just, so does that count yeah it should probably it was probably her state record so yeah no it's uh no, she's really good. They're really yeah. good. Oh, and I really was hoping Weatherford girls would, would, or would it would have been three in a row. Yeah, four. Three no, no, they were going for the five, Pete John. 
Really? Yeah, they had won four in a row last season. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, but no, I tell you, I'm I'm looking it up right now because uh, I'm on. I was at the game, and you know they. I'm pretty certain she won last year as well. Uh, but the thing about it is, is is she's just an outstanding sprinter. Last year they had Peyton Foster. She's making she's making known uh, at Swasu Women's Track and Field of what she's capable of doing. So it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty interesting the track dynamic here. And then John, we could in a, yeah, uh, Lily Ray, she won in the 100 meter and 200 meter in 2022 as well. Oh wow! Yeah, and how about this? Uh, senior no that was the first year she won state I'm, i apologize so um over at clinton they're throwing their their field events they're throwing uh mm-hmm. cat meacham and i texted anthony moore our state representative to ask him if cat was going to come up because she won uh class 4a girls in the shot put and the discus and i don't know if that's her second time in a row but she is she is really a uh, a. We'll probably watch her in the Olympics someday, John. Stop it, I, buddy. You you laugh, really? but she she competed last summer up in Oregon at one of the nationwide events. Really? Okay. Yeah, I she think, is uh, a, she is a heck of a thrower. Now, there's a girl who uh, I think is at one of the. I can't remember if she's in an Oklahoma City school or a Tulsa school, but her father is one of the Bookout brothers, which they were all from Stroud and were just these massive track athletes. But uh, so, anyways, but no, uh, Cat Meacham, uh, discus and and shot put champion, and then Lola Hester, she qualified on a lot of field events too, and then uh, Montel Bumpy Crane, uh, he is another kid. I don't think. It's just there's a lot of great track athletes out here in Western Oklahoma for sure. Yeah, I was uh, I was really good at the big man relay. That was my highlight. Big man track. relay. Well, yeah. What was that? What were you going at with that? Y'all didn't have that. No. What was it? It's the final event at every track. I don't think they we, they called it the fat boy relay or whatever, but it was <laughs> it was it, it was the final event. I'm not making this up. It okay. Was the final event at yeah. every track meet uh, where you took the fat boys. Was there a weight requirement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or did it just go straight based on looks? <laughs> How's that work? It was based on looks. Okay. And you, uh, it was the last event at every track meet, uh-huh. and uh, you, you ran a relay with all your, your biggest guys. Okay. And you, um, yeah. Okay. Dominated. Well, all right. Well, good good for you, man. Glad to, glad to hear of your track glory. We're supposed to. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I threw the discus in the shop, but, but that wasn't, there was no glory there. That yeah. Was, uh, Kat Meacham won girls discus in class four, a in 2021. She did not win it in 2022. Uh, Montel crane bumpy as they call him. He won, uh, he won discus last year as well. So, um, you know, and then Weatherford's always got, uh, great com- competitors in the field events and then elk city. They've had some good runners as well. And then, Oh, and then also I'd be remiss not to mention, uh, Jacqueline Glasscock from Thomas lady terrier. She won state. Uh, she won a state title as well. So, uh, very, very proud for her and the, and Terriers, Terriers finished well. And then 
you mentioned Prairie West. Uh, Thomas finished seventh in the class three uh, A, or is it no in the class two A state golf tournament? Which I, I, to be honest with you, John, I didn't know that they had a a golf team uh, before they started competing. You know, uh, out of being the voice of the Terriers last year, I, I apparently missed out on that. Yeah, no, I I didn't realize it. So then the girls, boys, golf. Uh, yeah, they did have oh, yeah. some girls that golfed, uh, girls track did really well for Thomas. And then, um, uh, and Jimmy Laughlin, uh, our guy out at Prairie West, his son, Duncan, uh, was one of the competitors on the Thomas Terrier team. So kudos to them, uh, for a, for a good finish and, and they'll probably improve and get better with the years on. That's the thing, John, going forward here in Western Oklahoma, this year was a sta- standout stellar year for a lot of schools. I'd say get ready for next year. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm in. I mean, you were you were little you were probably a little overconfident going into uh what state basketball tournament, how many gold balls we'd be bringing back. Maybe maybe you should have took the under. I don't know. But Yeah, well, yeah. We fell short on some of that. Several several teams won, but uh a few that we were looking at fell short. But uh Thanks a lot, Eagles. Yeah, really. Thanks a lot, Douglas. <laughs> We had that game too. We it did come out so flat. Yeah, it was. It was just. Uh, yeah, it was tough. I I relive it still. I promise you. Yeah. And yeah. speaking <laughs> of, uh, just to make a little announcement here for anybody that might be tuning in, uh, management has notified me, and I kind of let some folks know that uh, yours truly will be the voice of Weatherford Eagle football next season. What? Yep, they are shifting me to Weatherford from Thomas Mike Crow, who did such a great job with Thomas basketball after uh, I stepped in and, and filled in for Weatherford basketball, uh, I guess to take a little load off of Mike Smith, let him, you know, devote time to Swasu and, and not have to prep for two, two football games each week. No kidding. Yeah, that, that would be tough. So uh, management let me know that I would uh, be taking over the play-by-play duties for Weatherford football. Nice. Are you keeping Jared Jones? You firing him. I think he's package deal, but I, I think uh, I think he's in good with the management too. He's been there for a while. He has had, and I'll uh, hey, you te- you think I don't need somebody like that? I'm no, oh, yeah, you know. And then uh, sideline report, report reporter Brian Denton, so uh, he he did a great job with that too. And uh, you know that yeah. was the thing about Thomas is he we, charges a lot of money though. Does he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Have you ever got a hospital? I get hospital bills all the time. <laughs> From the Weather Regional think, Hospital. You think that's how he's funding his, that's how his he, sideline yes. reporter duties? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets, a, he gets a dollar for every dollar I pay. I, I bet so. I, I bet you're exactly right. So, But it's better than being an administrator at a hospital in a different town. So That's true, because then you don't have a job. Yeah, exactly. But, man, I hope those people figure something out quick. Ditto. Yeah. But no, all right, so, so now you're no longer non-biased. You're biased now. Mm-hmm. Um, so Weatherford Eagle football is going to be blank next year. Fast. Well, one word. Sure. Improved. Improved. Okay. Uh, I talked to coach Reagan roof earlier in the week. We'll be doing some stories about spring football, uh, in the upcoming, uh, sports cast, but they feel like they were, you know, they fit. He feels like they had two different seasons last year. The beginning part, where they struggled quite a bit, couldn't quite figure some things out. And then at about the Woodward game, maybe one of those games, I think uh, he's, it was after they lost to Chickasha, he felt like they turned a corner and that's when they would have beaten, uh, beaten Clinton, uh, 
played Elk City really tough, which Elk City was an outstanding team last year, but fell and and really had a chance in that in that playoff game against Blanchard and just fell short. So anytime you have a young team, just you think about this, John, and this is what amazes me about uh, the youth, particularly in the sports that I call, you know, Weatherford sports, mm-hmm. but even around some other teams, the youth involved, you think about how you develop from the time you were a freshman to the time you were a senior mm-hmm. and, and how you were able to do things as a senior in sports that you weren't able to do as a freshman and sophomore. I mean, that's what's amazed me about, like, take, for instance, the Sage Twins. The fact that they were starting and producing very well as freshmen in a state tournament semifinal, it's just astounding. So you think about what that team's going to be like next year and then, you know, some other teams as well. So, but Plus, that's, you could argue whether Eagle football, I mean, you know, won it all last year. Weatherford Eagle football mm-hmm. won it all? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Won what at all? The only game that mattered. Oh yeah, Red, yeah, Custer County Colorado Clinton. Yeah, yeah. You and they did that on at the Tornado Bowl, didn't they? Yep. So yeah, you go over to your can your rival, but then yeah. you know, I mean, even at that, you, you you know, Clinton wins district or comes in second in district, gets the home game and 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 wins and goes to the second round, and you don't. So the, I I imagine there's still some motivation left to be had. True. But we're we're going to be covering spring football a lot more, and you and I will probably need to uh, recap some of that stuff as we go along. Fair enough. Fair All right, enough. you're about- ready for football season. All right, who do you got real fast? Uh, Stoops in the XFL championship. Yeah, go Arlington all the way. He he's you got know, something special brewing down there. Does he? There's a lot of special know. things going on in that Rough Riders camp. <laughs> yeah. Is that, yeah. now? I want to see an XFL USFL championship. I want to see yeah. the champions from the XFL take on the USFL. And that's the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. Thanks to John Matthews for tuning in with us and joining me on the show. We'll be back with more of this going on throughout the summer and on into football season. Take care. Be safe out there. We'll talk to you down the road.